If you run a business, there is a strong chance that you can relate to what I am about to share with you. And that is really just the feeling of doubt, I think it is, imposter syndrome, a a disconnection between you and the version of yourself that your market or your team believe you to be. And that is why you are standing in your own way and not showing up and not creating content. It is because, or potentially because, you are where you are and not yet where you want to be. And it's only until you get to where you want to be that you feel that you have the authority or the ability to then share your story, to tell your message. So if you can relate to that, we are channeling the energy that I had the day that I named this podcast, She's Taking Over, because my God, I was feeling confident that day. And I'm so glad that I was able to reflect on that version of myself who is a fierce and fearless leader in business and a rapid and avid sharer on social media who overshares sometimes, as I have been told. So welcome back to another episode of She's Taking Over. The whole point of this episode today is to give you what you need to show the fuck up. Because if you can relate to anything that I've just said, if you are feeling like you're just not there yet, or you're just not getting it, or you just don't have it, you just can't be bothered, that sparkle, that light is gone that that you have within yourself to that you need to share content to, to market yourself, to market your service, to market your business. That fear of failure, that fear of judgment, that feeling like you don't know what to say, right? That is the monster, the the elephant in the room that I am addressing today. The whole point of this, the ethos is to help you tell your story. That is the message. Tell your story. The reality is when you are running a business, the journey that you're on is always going to be a journey. We never get to the destination. And it is that obsession with the destination, the moving of the goalposts that makes us feel like we haven't attained or achieved what it is that we want, which is why we can't share from a place of authority where we believe that we have the authority. We seek guidance from people. We're inspired by others who have done what we are trying to do or have what we wish to obtain, but we don't realize that we have it as well. Where we are now is once once the where we are now was once the version of us that we wished to become. What we have now is everything that we were once working for. And the story that we can tell and know to be true is at least how we got to where we got to today. Looking back and talking about the challenges you overcame, the wins, the objections, the the journey and the path that you chose to take to get to where you are is one part of the story. But in this story that you are the main character in, I encourage you to consider the core elements that every story has. I've been listening to the book Story Brand by Donald Miller. If you have a paid Spotify subscription, you can listen to it for, it's not free, but it's included in your uh, in your subscription. And it's only about four and a half hours. And it's just such a simple framework for storytelling that it's so funny because when you hear it, you're kind of like, I knew this, I knew this, I knew this, especially as a marketer, storytelling is so important. But 
what I really got from it is we are the main character in the story that we call life. And even if you run a business that is faceless, if you run a business that is just a brand, people buy people, that founder's vision, the founder's mission, your story as a founder makes you relatable for other brands and partners to collaborate with you, to invest in you and to network with you. And in coming to London, I've realized how important it is to really tell my story because coming to London is part of the story. And I will share that with you. Basically, I'll tell my story. I had a business that was heavily dependent on my identity. My business in 2020 was all coming through my Instagram profile. I was a public figure. I was bodybuilding. I was very prominent in the fitness space. I had sponsorships and collaborations and, and, um, a lot going on essentially that kept me relevant to my market. And it was very evident that that product life cycle, as it does, that's what it's there for. The product life cycle peaks. Um, the, I saw the writing on the wall. So I had a mission to build a team that could help scale my business so that I could scale the impact that I was having on the world so that I could help more people because I was limited by time. I could only help so many people achieve time and financial freedom because I only had so much time myself. So I built a system. I built a framework. I invested in a product. I invested in tech and I invested in a team. And in building that team, we have been able to help so many more personal trainers and online coaches, startups and health and wellness businesses than I would have been able to help on my own. And through the technology, I've been able to do that even more. And so I'm winning. I've done it. If that was my story, I would say done. I've won. I played the game. I've scaled beyond a personal brand. I have a company that runs itself. We get leads who don't actually know who I am, which is amazing. And they are happy to work with my team of very competent developers, designers, and strategists. However, the story of me coming to London is such an interesting and funny and insightful and I believe inspiring story in itself. And it's only when you stop and maybe tell that story back to yourself that you go, fuck yeah, I actually am doing the thing. And for me, it was come to London to network, to expedite the growth of my business, to build a team, to to leverage connections, to help others, to, to be of service to others and to build relationships where I can be inspired um, and of course, inspire others in return. It's to build a network to find help. And in that approach, I have done that. I have secured investment into Big Appetite. I have built the team. Um, the technology is growing and rapidly rapidly evolving and our ideas, our innovations are coming to life, which is so amazing. But I mean, if you say it like that, there you go. There's the story. And it's all these funny little things that happen along the way. What happens to any main character? We know what their goal is, right? We know what the objective is. If you think about Harry Potter, it's get the philosopher's stone and he's got this guide. It's Dumbledore. Dumbledore's there to help him. But then there's a villain, the bad figure, and that's a Voldemort. And then he's got to overcome the things that keep us in suspense to think, what if he doesn't get it? Of course he gets it. He always gets it. But what we're, what we buy into and what your market buys into is the story that you are telling. Nobody cares when you're like, Oh, look, I got a philosopher's stone. Here's how I did it. I mean, here's how I did it. It's pretty cool if everybody else wants the Philosopher's Stone. But even if they don't want the Philosopher's Stone, you can 
builds that buy-in as a personal brand, as a founder, and you can still give people something that they do want. They might not want the Philosopher's Stone, but they want the tenacity, the bravery, the courage, the the energy and the enthusiasm that you have in going about to achieve the Philosopher's Stone. So my point is, identify what your Philosopher's Stone is. What is it that you are chasing? What is your goal? Because I want to help you tell your story in marketing so that you can actually build an audience of people who could potentially be clients network with people who could potentially be partners, collaborate to help expand your reach. And really, if you think about organic growth, that is such a huge part of building a new audience. And not everybody is ready to buy. Storytelling is so important because we assume that our market, our audience, I should say, have their wallets out. When we create content for social media, we assume that those people are aware of the problem They need what we sell and they know they need it and they desire it. So then we're like, why isn't it converting? Well, obviously it's not converting because you've made the assumption that of your 10,000 followers, the 1,000 that actually watch your story, everybody wants what you sell. Then they don't. That's why you only get 10 click-throughs and people probably just sussing you out because they don't know if they're, they're ready for it yet. And so through storytelling, you are able to create problem and solution awareness You are able to build relatability and build a connection with your audience that positions you favorably, that that builds trust so that when that problem does arise for them, your audience think of you and they think, I've seen her do this herself. I know she can do this herself. I'm going to go to her. But what I think happens in Australia or actually, you know what? I said it. I'm going to run with it. What I think happens in Australia in the markets that I've worked in, the clients that I have. There's this element of if I don't have it yet, I can't talk about it. And this is progress over perfection in reverse. So because you haven't achieved X, you can't talk about trying to achieve it because you haven't won your pro card. You can't tell people that you want your pro card because people are scared of failing. They're scared of being judged or they make they feel like it's going to make them look like less of an authority figure if they don't have what they're preaching to have. But it's the journey that got you to wanting to get your pro card, that is what is more relevant to the rest of the world because most of the world don't want their pro card. They just want to know how not to eat shit at 3 p.m. on a Friday or whatever. So really I've realized not everybody wants to fly across the world, build tech and help hundreds of thousands of people. Some people just need help showing up to sell their service, to help pay their bills, to build a business that they're trying to build. Not everybody that you sell to is at your level and that is fine. So what we want to do is bring that relatability to the people who are watching, who are more ready to buy. And not just that, but you never know what's going to come of it. We have a client, his name is Roger. He got a radio gig with 3AW Melbourne to talk about shift work, the effects of shift work and health. And he got that event because he was talking to a family member about what he does. It's a family member that put him in touch and that person helped secure his gig. So I've always said you are always selling and you should always be talking about what it is that you do. But my advice to you, if you are feeling that imposter syndrome, I want you to sit down. I I put in some reflective questions into the last episode and they, they were really popular. So I figured we'll do that again. I want you to sit down and I want you to ask yourself, what story have I finished? Okay, not what do I want now, what don't I have, what do I have? What's the end 
where does the chapter end? What was the last ending of the last chapter where I won? What was that? What did you recently achieve? Was it, okay, I've built a team. I've got inbound leads. I can make money while I sleep. That's what a lot of people want, right? And I've done that. And in doing that, I've now want something else. And I forget that that's a story that I could be telling. I could be showing up and talking about how to restructure your business, how to hire staff, how to connect with international markets, how to sponsor events, how to run events, how to collaborate. These are all things I can talk about with credit because I've just done them, but I don't because I'm so fixated on what I'm trying to do and I feel like I can't talk about it until I've done it. So you can join me in doing this. We can do it together. We can keep each other accountable. But what I want to talk about, what I want you to talk about is what have you recently won at? Did you recently lose weight? Did you recently help somebody else lose weight? Did your business have a great month last year? Did you have a strong quarter? How are you growing? How are you helping others grow? Where have you gotten the result that you claim to offer? And how did you do that? What challenges did you help somebody else overcome? What evidence do you have of what you are claiming with your clients? Where have you seen success or where have where can you show that you've been successful? And or within yourself, when did you say no to something that you really wanted to say yes to? What was on your mind when you did that? How did you do that? That is your story that you could rock up and be telling. And just like I'm sharing with you that I overcame, because I'm here, I've overcome it. I broke the drought. I broke it last week of content creation and I'm committed to showing up weekly. That is a promise that I've made myself. I'm committed to doing this regularly. I'm even calling in the resources. I'm a big believer in getting help. Who is your Dumbledore? I will be your Dumbledore. Who is the guide in your story that's going to help you move from A to B? Do you need a mentor? Do you need a consultant? Do you need a contractor? Do you need somebody just to do it for you, to establish good habits and consistency before you take it on board yourself? I'm considering working with a content factory or a content studio here in London so that I can be consistent with scheduling podcast guests, recording content. That's a big downfall of mine. I'm so busy doing what I'm doing behind the scenes. I don't have to show up anymore because I don't need social media essentially, or that's what you think, right? But that's not true. So catch that limiting belief. But my point is, what is your plan to get what it is that you claim that you want? So What have you done? What is the next thing that you are working towards? And how can we tell a story around that? Now, don't get me wrong. Some of that information might be sensitive. You might want to achieve certain milestones in business that you don't feel comfortable talking about or sharing, and that's fine. But how can we make it a relatable goal to your audience? Is it to achieve growth? What does that mean? Subjective term. Results? Subjective term. What would make you happy? Subjective term, right? You don't have to say what it is specifically, like if you want to service 100,000 clients so that you can buy houses and travel the world, you don't have to say that. But you've got to talk about what it is that you really want to achieve for people and and why, right? So your why needs to be tied back to your values and your passion and, and the brand values. And that is how you spin the story, right? So I want to impact 100,000 people to help as many people that I can help as many people as they can right? Mark Carroll, my first client in this space has serviced over 150,000 people. So if I can help as many people as Mark has helped, help as many people as Mark has helped, then we have the network effect and we are changing the world, which I definitely believe that I can. And it's that belief that is relatable. If you believe that you can do the thing, 
when other people can't, then they will buy into your journey just because they need that belief within themselves. And that is the story that you are telling. So I want you to listen to the book Story Brand. I won't take credit for the contents of that book. It's a great book. It's a short read. You listen to this in less than 20 minutes, which would make you, it's a four hour book and I'm not very great at maths, but you can do the maths. If you listen to me within the week, you can listen to Story Brand. And I want you to schedule in the time that it would take to record a podcast or some content. And I want you to dedicate and block out some time to telling your story because it is your story not your product or your service. It is your story that's going to sell your product or your service when you are a startup. It's your story that's going to build relatability and it's your story that's going to keep you top of mind. So if you have been in your own way, get out of it. This is the push that you needed. I'm here showing up for you. Do it for me. Tag me. I want to see your story. I want to follow your journey. And to everybody who messaged me after the last episode, thank you so much. There were so many of you. I feel so grateful that I could have given you a little beacon of light and hope in the last week. And if this does it for you, I want to know again, please, as always, guys, leave a review. It does help me. And if you can share this with somebody that you know who needs to tell their story, I would really appreciate it. And as always, if you need help in that space, I'm here to help you. You know where to find me.